Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we revisit all those amazing reality shows that only had one season. But join us today as we are doing the Hills Have Size La where we're watching the current season of The Hills New Beginnings. I'm your host, Frank Pesnick III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And today we're going to be discussing it. Season one, well, I guess. Um, episode 10, which Brody gets away with so much. I guess. Which <laughs> Ashley says later on. That's why Ashley's quote is the uh, name of the episode. All right. So you, you want um, to kick it off with some Twitter? Yeah. So it's been two weeks since we recorded because last week was the VMAs. So The Hills wasn't on. Um, I announced that and Heather Gloom Cookie, um, tweeted, uh, a pic of J- a gif of James Kennedy saying, screaming why throwing his hands in the air, which is amazing. Um, our Taylor, our sleazy T wrote and said, you should, should just have a, we're really fun people and we'll just gossip episode. And one day your sleazy T sesh, PS, sorry, I haven't responding to all the new episodes. Surgery kicked my ass. And oh. then I wanted to make sure, no, no, no. I wanted to make sure that it was her surgical rotation. And not oh. surgery, and it was her surgical rotation. <laughs> I just got so concerned. Yes, very much. Um, and then let's see what else to do. Uh, and then she and I had a back and forth. I won't bore you guys with about Shit's Creek because we love it, as does her mom. And then Chris M. Massey one tweeted us and said, "I'm on vacation in Madrid, and there's an art studio called Amazing." where Whitney had a hand in naming, which is hysterical. And they're also bringing Von Dutch back. So um, I'm here for it. I think that I may have to go. Um, and they even have the a Von Dutch hat he sent a picture of, very similar to the one I purchased. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, that was all Shit's Creek stuff. And then Lee, Lee Fenn, tweeted us this amazing... <laughs> um, YouTube clip from Reddit um, about Audrina that should have been the opening of the reboot that I posted and retweeted that everyone should watch because it's absolutely hysterical. Um, and then, let's see. All right, and then this was all my live tweeting stuff. And then, like, fun fact, we'll talk about this later in the episode, um, but I was a little um, traumatized because I tweeted... Um, while watching the show during my live tweet that, um, well, why can't I get it to pull up? Um, Aerotag question mark, what will bored rich people think of next? And the people at Aerotag tweeted me back, <laughs> responded and said, if only rich people had come up with the idea, LOL. So, <laughs> kudos to them. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, and I forgot. So Heather, what I am printing, this had nothing to do with um, the live tweet. Heather tweeted us and said, in case you guys wanted to rewatch Pretty Wild, it's free on NBC.com and on their app. Sure beats the god-awful YouTube uploads of it. Please mention this so everyone else in the one-hit community can take advantage of it. So wow. we are going to be doing Pretty Wild next. Um, and so you guys, everyone can watch it for free on NBC.com and on the NBC app. So that's awesome. And thank you, Heather. Yeah, thanks, Heather. And that's that- it for Twitter. Awesome. So I also did go back and do some research about the Linda Thompson incredible Instagram comment about her, you know, throwing shade as she walks away. (laughs) And I think I realized the part of it that is the 60-year-old woman in that her comment and reply to Caitlin makes no sense. (laughs) 
So Linda Thompson posted a picture of a quote. And the quote says, please don't judge people. You don't know what it took to get someone out of bed, look and feel presentable as as possible and face the day. You never truly know the daily struggles of others. Caitlin commented, exactly, all caps. And then Linda responded to Caitlin's comment and said, at Caitlin, and for the record, honey, the only shade I throw is my own shadow walking away from drama. You know I love you. I have and always will. Um, I'm assuming maybe there was some behind the scenes stuff, maybe like back and forth going on that we didn't see, but that's pretty funny. When I, when I fully put it together, I was like, maybe that's the sassy mother angle of it all is that it doesn't quite make sense, even though it was a clever line. So there's that. <laughs> oh, and I think, I think that's it. I don't think I had any other news. Um, well, then we can delve into the episode, which I found to be, um, it was a good episode, but not very drama-filled, so I don't have a ton of notes. Yeah. Like, not a lot transpired. Right. And I actually didn't... Kind of nice fluff. I didn't have time to go back and rewatch, so I only have, you know, some notes. Um, um, but we, well, we... Oh, go ahead. We opened the episode at your new favorite place. At Aerotag. <laughs> Sick burn on their part Um, with Brandon, Jason, Brody, and Justin Bobby, which is an interesting foursome. Yeah. I I didn't get it. Because I thought that Jason and Ashley were down on Justin Bobby because of Audrina. And Brody is friends with Brandon and sort of with Justin Bobby. I mean, they surf together. But I didn't really think Jason was friends with Brody and Brandon. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting pairing. It was. It was also a very interesting activity, as you tweeted. Very interesting. And um, as Brandon said repeatedly in the episode, just thank God for the others. It wasn't paintball because he apparently is the paintball master of the universe. Yeah. They also filmed it so that it was like Wonder Woman or something, you know, like... You could see Brandon like leaping and like pulling on his bow. I thought that was a little intense. Well, I would be curious to see. I I mean, I would love to have seen the actual, like a pullback on how big the actual space is. Because the way they filmed it, it made it look really small. I know. Like not a very big space. And you're just kind of hiding behind what looks like punching bags. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But then, of course, after the arrow tag is over, they talk about Spencer, Spencer's bachelor party and how they were just ripping tequila for three hours and they got cut off by the bar. Which, when they say they were ripping tequila, do they mean Frankie and Spencer and Michael? I guess, I guess so. And wasn't Justin I mean, taking shots, too? I thought so. Yeah. I mean, he was there. I can't imagine him being like, no, I'm not going to drink. And in the discussion, the one thing that I took away from it was that Brody's 100% right. Like, Spencer hates Stephanie. It's ridiculous that he's drawn this line in the sand um, with Brody about Brody yelling at Stephanie. Because Spencer's favorite job in life is to yell at Stephanie. I know. Like, it really doesn't make sense that Brody was right. No, and Brandon says, if you make up with Stephanie, everything will be fine. And that's not true. 
No. And it doesn't make sense. Like, Spencer was mad at him before this. And again, Spencer loves to yell at Stephanie. So I don't, like, the whole thing is nonsensical. Um, I also wondered if Brandon had tobacco in his mouth. Did you see that? No. You think he did? Yeah, it looked like he had a, like, lump of dip in his lower lip. Oh, I or, didn't know that. Or he was eating on camera again. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe could he have been playing with the mouth guard? Maybe you wear mouth guards when you do arrow tag. It looked like a, it looked like bubble gum or tobacco or like it was very. Maybe it was Big League Chew. Maybe. Maybe he's single-handedly bringing Big League Chew back. I could support that. <laughs> I would totally fully support that. Part of me was wondering if he like needed something to calm down after arrow tag, you know, like <laughs> he was getting so amped. Um, so then we go to Whitney's house and Caitlin comes over and she meets Whitney's son, Sonny. And then Ashley arrives and Whitney puts out a lovely cheese plate. And a gorgeous wine decanter. I know. Um, and I love Caitlin's dress. It was, it was really like pretty. The turtleneck dress. Mm-hmm. She looked great in it. Um, and they talk some about motherhood and how Whitney felt like, you know, the first year of her kid's life was really affirming for her because she felt like she could be a mom and handle doing other things, I guess, which she and Caitlin have already talked about before, but they threw it in there again. And then this is where we're talking about Caitlin and Brody's open marriage and somehow people making this news Stephanie's fault. Which is insane. Like, it's insane they're making it Stephanie's fault. It's insane that it's even suddenly become a thing. Because as you have said repeatedly on this podcast, when Brody had his, what was it, After Dark with Brody or Sex with Brody or whatever it was called. Yeah. Like, they were very open about the fact that they had an open relationship. So this is not brand new information. No. And it said later in the episode, someone said, like, it might have been Stephanie. She said, Brody said it on his podcast. I'm just repeating Ashley said that. Yeah. Ashley said it. She said, Brody talks about, she said, Brody, she didn't say his podcast. She said, Brody said it on a podcast, on a national podcast. So it's not a surprise. Yeah. And I also thought it was a little, like, shitty of the producers. Um, they really made the scenes from the next for this episode we just watched to be filled with this stuff. Like there was some big reveal and people were like, Oh my God, open relationship, open relationship. And that never transpired. Yeah. Um, I actually just, I really liked what Whitney had to say about it. She said it's their business and passing judgment is immature. Agreed. Well, I feel like that's a good mantra too. Like passing judgment as much as I am a judgmental person, it is a waste of my time and it is immature. So I should take a tip from Whitney sometimes. I think we all should. I, she is in the episodes that she's in, just like with the old Hills, Whitney continues to crush. Yeah. She's just like this beautiful beacon of wisdom. I don't, I want to become that when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then Justin and Stephanie are hanging out. Where are they? The beach. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and Justin doesn't like coffee. Uh, neither do I. So I, can I get know he's, um, your, he's your perfect mate. Except for the way he's fucking dressed. What was he wearing? He was wearing a raspberry beanie, knit cap, capri pants, and a granny sweater. 
<laughs> How did I miss that? I don't know. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I was really hungover on Monday, so maybe I like maybe my vision was blurry. I don't know. Uh, it must have been because it was like a it was a raspberry colored knit cap with black capri pants, a black t-shirt, and a black like grandma sweater that hung mid-thigh. Oh, God. <laughs> like, a, like a Mr. Rogers button-down mid-thigh. I mean, it was bad. Oh, boy. What was, what was I looking at? Oh, God, what was I, I doing? Not the screen, because it was very distracting. <laughs> I was taking notes on my phone, so I was probably typing while looking at my phone and not watching the TV. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, then we get... Oh, no, go ahead. Well, he, he talks about his girlfriend... Girlfriend, not girlfriend. Yeah. Which is also, again, frustrating because on the show, he's saying that they went on, like, two dates when we know in real life they've been dating for, like, a year. I know. And he talks about how he's being cautious and patient and how Lindsay's ex is still around, you know. And he talks about, like, how many dynamics are at play and all that kind of stuff. It's very Justin Bobby. Did you see Stephanie try and drink from the water bottle? No. Her lips were like so big. She had a really difficult time <laughs> water out of a bottle. No, I missed that. Yeah. I don't know how I missed Justin's outfit, but I caught that. And well, I, also, I also thought it was weird that Brody and like, so Justin kept pushing this agenda that like Brody and you, you, you and Stephanie, I mean, you and Brody were friends. You guys need to work this out. You've known each other since you were 14. You've been friends for so long. They were never friends. They were, I mean, she was his best friend's little sister that he thought was annoying and didn't like. They were never friends in the hills. No. He was mean to her. Yeah. Correct. Also, she also, she says, Brody needs to stop lying. About what? Like, what is he lying about? I don't know. He was mean to her and yelled at her, but we still don't know about a lie. Like, that was weird. Yeah. I did enjoy when Stephanie said to Justin, you certainly have a type. And he said, what's my type? And she said, baggage. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was good. And then they throw some shade about Audrina and Ryan Cabrera. Yes, and his giant hair, which I appreciated. Yeah, Justin says, when I think Ryan Cabrera, I think hair. Yeah. He should Agreed. have said, I, I think bad hair, but oh well. I'll forgive him. And then we are with Audrina and Whitney. Back at Whitney's house. But see, it didn't look like Whitney's house because Whitney's house's backyard has that big pool with the fence. And they were sitting on like a delightful porch overlooking like a mountain. I thought Audrina's had the fence in the pool. No, that's Whitney's house. Maybe they, well, that's the, but they were up high. So maybe there's a second floor deck. Maybe. I don't know. They, were, looked, in a, they were on a deck. I know. It looked like a different house though. I was confused where they were. I think they were just on the second floor. I mean, because Whitney was the one offering her wine and food. I don't mean, it couldn't have been Audrina's house. I know. My note just says, is this still Whitney's house? Cause it looked, her house is kind of modern and this porch looks kind of like Mediterranean to me. But anyway. Well, my other note is, what the hell is Audrina wearing? And you find out pretty soon after that she's wearing a bathing suit top as a top. Uh, one piece. Yeah. As a top. Yeah. 
from her prey swim line. Yeah. And Whitney looks incredible because she looks like a Ralph Lauren commercial. Always. She's wearing this white flowy dress off the shoulder with a belt. Like she looks amazing. She just needs like a horse and some cowboy boots. Pretty much. Um, my, yeah, go for it. No, I was just going to say my takeaway from this is when Adrena is talking about her swimmer line, they do flashbacks to when she was the bikini girl. Her boobs are a lot smaller. She got her implants out. Yeah, I think so. Like, noticeably so. Or maybe after she had a kid, they, like, they changed and she didn't like them as much or something. Oh, maybe, but they were... I mean, I watching the season, it didn't occur to me until they showed, like, three pictures of her in a bathing suit from back then and then now. And I was like, wow, her boobs... I mean, I would say at least a cup size and a half smaller. Yeah. Which um, is and she talks about how expensive her divorce has been and that she sort of had to put her bathing suit collection on hold because of all her lawyer fees and other things like that. Um, and she's really excited to get back to it. And she's going to have a launch party at a big house and a runway show. Well, and then Whitney chimed in and kind of told the same story about her clothing line and how she had to stop doing it because it was family money and it was getting so expensive. I want to know why neither of these girls had investors. Cause they like, probably it seems weird that reality show people who were starting a clothing line wouldn't have outside investors. Yeah. I don't know though. Maybe they like didn't really need them cause they had enough money at first. I don't know. I don't know enough about fashion investing, honestly. But I mean, still, even if you have enough money, as you and I both know from restaurant world stuff, like you still use investors because it's safer. I know. I don't know. I just thought it was weird that they didn't have investors. I mean, later on, we find out Adrena gets one, but the first time around. Yeah. And I also think it's hysterical. And I think that swimwear designing is the new handbag designing. And I probably said that on this podcast before, but it makes me crazy because I feel like in the 90s, everybody was designing handbags like Paris and Nikki Hilton, Monica Lewinsky. Like you couldn't throw a rock without uh, Jerry Seinfeld's girlfriend, now wife. Like you couldn't throw a rock without finding a handbag designer. And I feel like that's the case now with swimwear. Yeah. And I did Google. It is Whitney's house. So you know the angle that they keep showing the pool with the giant fence? Uh Uh-huh. So they keep the porch that they were sitting on is even further into the yard than the pool. Oh, so that drone shot is actually skipping the porch and it's raising up from the porch and just showing the pool. Oh, gotcha. Um, cause she did a like architectural digest or L decor thing. Her house is really pretty, but that's not surprising at all because it's Whitney. Yeah. So there you go. And then we go to the California wildlife center. We sure do. And did you notice that Brandon's wearing the same outfit he was wearing when they played arrow tag? No. And then he's wearing the same California Wildlife Center t-shirt later at Audrina's runway show? No. Yep. And I'm wondering if that is like Brandon Lee's L'Oreal or Sonic commercial. If he like agreed to do the California Wildlife Center. Um, it's very possible as a, as a tribute to his mother. Right. And... I was wondering if this was filmed before he says something to the wildlife center girl about how 
about the fires, but it's the, his comment was awkward. And I wondered if it was filmed before the fires. Huh? Yeah. I don't know what he said. He was like, it looks like the fires might be getting close or something. He said something very strange and I should have wrote it down and I didn't. Oh no. He said, um, as I just watched it today, he said, um, the, he was like, Oh my gosh. It, it basically like, I'm so glad the fires didn't weren't the fires crazy or wasn't that awful. And she was like, yeah, it was really scary. Luckily it didn't come here. Okay. It was definitely after the fires. Okay. I don't know why I have that note then. I clearly got confused on Monday. So then Brandon talks about how he really cares a lot about animals and Spencer arrives and he's wearing a lot of camouflage. Um, yeah. It reminds me of his, his old like vigilante, like (laughs) end of run on the Hills days where he was like hiding in trees. Well, I also, I was too distracted over the fact that I'm having the same problem I always have on the show is that Spencer is wearing a heavy, practically winter jacket. Brandon is wearing a long sleeve t-shirt and the girl, Brittany is wearing a short sleeve t-shirt. So what the fuck temperature is it in California? Like, I don't, it makes me insane. I don't know. And then Spencer won't stop talking about how Brandon has chemistry with this young girl who like, she's very pretty, but it's just kind of creepy that he keeps doing it over and over again. And then they pick up poop. Coyote poop. Yeah. And Spencer just kind of comes across as an old pervert. Which Brandon says. Spencer is like an old perv. Yeah. And Brandon does hug the girl, and there is something weird happening there. I don't know whether she's actually a model or someone he knows or what, but I don't know. And then my last note is, who cares about any of this? Um, agreed. I am happy that they're giving the wildlife sanctuary, um, a little shout out. So that's nice. But other than that, yeah, I wasn't really invested. It's funny because as much as I like Brandon and think that he's a very calming presence on the show, he's also boring. Yeah. So episodes that have a lot of him aren't that fast paced. Yes. And this had a lot of Brandon. Yeah. And he talks about his girlfriend, well, not girlfriend, I guess, Ashley, and how things are moving so fast, which is another theme of the episode. Yes. And then we go to Sky Bar, and Audrina is casting for her runway presentation. And Joey is styling the show. And her friend Allie is there as well. Yep. And then we get... You know, some models walking around in bathing suits. Except that the fuck, like, if you're going to design a bathing suit, design one that doesn't ride up the poor model's ass cheeks. <laughs> like, all the bathing suits in the casting and then again later at the actual show, they're all, all of them that look like their asses are trying to eat them. Like, well, isn't the whole point of designing a good bathing suit or bikini is one that your butthole doesn't try to swallow? <laughs> I guess it depends on who you ask. Maybe some people like to show a little ass. I don't know. Maybe then wear a thong. Like I don't, it's not the pack that she's showing us. I don't want to see someone's ass with their bathing suit shoved deep inside the crack of it. Like it just, it's not a sexy look. Right. Well, I also did some research about this swimwear line of Audrina's. And 
The last photo on Prey Swimwear's Instagram is from this pool party that was in December of 2018. So, uh, so we're going nowhere fast. Yeah, and once I looked that up, I looked it up too soon in the episode, and then I really I couldn't hang anymore. So, well, I'm going to say something very controversial. Okay, but I like Beverly Beach better. Oh, I think yeah, I think Dorit shows more variety. I mean, her swimsuits like stay put where they're supposed to. They're actually very cute. I mean, I don't like Dorit, but if I had to pick a bathing suit, I would go to Beverly Beach before I'd go to Prey Swim. Well, and I feel like Beverly Beach, like she uses fluorescence and sometimes she has fun netting on things. And like, you know, her line shows a little more flair, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, But then we get probably the greatest gift of the episode. And you see two people riding Harleys and I'm wondering who's riding with Justin and I can't quite figure it out. You see them pull up to Neptune's net. Woo woo. And it's Justin and his dad. Whose name is Robert. And I want to know if that's where Justin Bobby got Bobby from. Maybe. Maybe that's where he got Bobby rock. Maybe it's like a tribute to his dad. Justin Robert Bressica. Yeah. Because I thought he pulled Bobby out of thin air. I mean, me too. <laughs> when he first said it on the original Hills, it sounded like it was pulled out of thin air. Yeah, I think it's an homage to his father. Yeah, which is kind of cute. Um, but then Justin talks about how, you know, he's been into Harley's forever and he was really born into the culture because of his dad. And Justin and his dad have a very father-son lunch. His dad tells him he's a good kid. And... Justin had a new look in his confessional with his hair slicked back. He did. And I was into it. I, I like, I'm pretty much into everything he does except for his stupid red beanie look from earlier. Right. I don't really like anyone with slicked back hair, but I will make an exception for Justin Bobby. Yeah, it looks good. It did. And so then his dad kind of throws up some bullshit about like his love life. And he asks, he says, you know, like, I kind of thought you had it with Audrina. LOL. (laughs) And I put in my notes, I don't think Robert's ever met Audrina. No, I think he like, no way. No. And then Justin says like, she has a kid now. And you know, he says he didn't see Audrina in his future. I also found that he drinks Sprite. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then he tells his dad about Lindsay And the first adjective he uses to describe her is, she's curvy. (laughs) And, yes. And then he says that she's smart and good-looking, too, but he's being cautious, and, you know, he's always kind of a renegade. He uses that word. (laughs) He shows his dad the picture, and his dad says, well, she would be welcome for Christmas. (laughs) So cute. And he said, well, I'll make that call if she's invited for Christmas. Which I believe is in like two weeks. I know. I'm pretty sure the bikini pool party was like December 18th or something like that. Yeah. Um, Let me check. December 18th. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, 
So then we get a scene with Brandon and Brody. At the Wellsbourne. Oh, good one. I did not catch a lot of stuff this week. Wow. Um, and this is basically just Brandon convincing Brody to talk to... Oh, no. Is this when Stephanie shows up? Yeah. Oh, yes, because she r- arrives dressed like a disco ball. Yeah, it's amazing. It was amazing. Um, okay, so... Brandon talks about how he's being calm and he, you know, he used to be wild and out of control, but now he really strives to create stableness is what he says. And Brody admits that he really doesn't like confrontation. And I thought his apology to Stephanie was very sincere. He said that he was really emotional after the fires, but he knows that that doesn't excuse how he spoke to her. Um, And it was really scary for him And he does say that I feel like you can be at the center of drama that doesn't concern you and isn't any of your business. Um, But then Brody admits that he was drinking and he got really riled. And Stephanie says, I was so upset, but I get that it was a terrible week for you. (laughs) But before that happens, something very weird goes on. And in the height of when Brody is saying all this stuff about Stephanie being embroiled in drama, he says, like, you know, you're, it's come to my attention that, you know, you're telling everyone that I have an open relationship and all of this other stuff. And he goes on and on and on. And, and they then glaze over it. Is, well, and something is massively cut out because then Stephanie says, Brody, everybody knows. Right. And then they just glance over it. It's very weird. So there was a lot of shit cut out of that conversation. There, I feel like the editing is becoming very obvious because I did have that in my notes and I was going to get to it next. But like, it it feels like it's jumping, especially when it comes to Stephanie. Yeah, and then um, the other thing that they I thought was very telling was they do a flashback when Brody is talking about how he heard that Stephanie was shitting all over him and saying she didn't care that his house might be burning down. And they show the original clip and then they show the second part, which they didn't air, which was her saying, we've been beating this horse dead. There is nothing we can do from here. Yeah. In Vegas, which they cut out of the original when she was just like, can we stop talking about the fires? I mean, it's much less egregious if she says we've been beating this horse dead. There's nothing we can do from here. That's not like, I don't care. That's just like, we've been talking about it for a long time. There's nothing we can do. We're in Vegas. Let's just make the best of a bad situation. Yeah, I know. Interesting uh, that, the, that, the, that the editors would throw themselves under the bus like that. I know. And then Brody eventually says, I never meant to scare you. I apologize. And she says, thank you. And I understand. And then we get a new page for Brody and Stephanie. Yeah. They get another hug. They hugged yeah. before. Now this one seems for real. Yeah. And then we get this scene with Brandon shopping with Ashley for furniture. At Modani. Yep, and he's wearing, I think he might have a new shirt on, but he's wearing the same Sun Life hat for the third time. Well, and he was wearing really weird, like, MC Hammer workout pants. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Brandon's finest fashion episode, for sure. Has Brandon ever had a fine fashion episode? No, but this was, I don't know. Particularly bad. Well, the Hunter S. Thompson look is not my favorite, but you can at least tell that he's putting some effort in, whereas this felt yeah. like this felt like he was going grocery shopping on a Sunday <laughs> with his, like, California Wildlife Center T-shirt and, like, a hat because he didn't want to wash his hair, you know? 
Well, I'm going to start emulating, emulating, emulating Ashley's look and just get a pair of jeans that button at my rib cage. <laughs> That's going to be my new look for fall. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, um, everyone should be. And they have this awkward conversation about what to call each other because she said someone saw her wearing Brandon's jacket and she said, oh, it's it's the guy I'm dating's jacket. And she asked, you know, is that a, you know, what do you call me kind of thing? And they agree that the guy I'm dating is the correct phrase for her to be using. Well, I like that when he was like, I just call you Ashley because it's your name. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Yeah, true, true story. That's what I said to my husband when he asked me that like 13 <laughs> years ago. He said, what do, you, what do you call me to your friends? And I said, Bill. And I said, why? What, what do you call me? And he said, oh, you're my girlfriend. It was so cute. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can, I can change that, I guess. <laughs> I, um, I was too distracted by Ashley's weird hand tattoo to pay attention to anything they were saying. Oh, what's her hand tattoo? It's just a line. And it, it's on the outside of her, you know, where your pinky is. And it goes like just above wrist to just below finger. Oh, I think I saw that. It's weird. It looks like someone just drew it with a marker. Maybe she I did. I don't get the point of it. No, because I noticed it last week too. Hmm. It's definitely a tattoo. Hmm. But I don't know why you would just get a line. No. Like it's, it's not an arrow. It's, not, it's just a line. Who knows, man? <laughs> Very weird. Yeah. Um, and then we go to Audrina's Prey Swim show. Which, whose house was it in? She said she rented it. Oh, okay. She said I was some- really here for the banana leaf Blanche Devereaux's bedroom, living room wallpaper. Yeah. She's, I think she said that when she had, you know, when she hung out on Whitney's porch, she said something about how, like, I rented this estate. So, um, and Audrina is running around doing show prep and then everybody arrives and Jason and Ashley, Frankie and his wife, Heidi and Spencer, Brandon, Brody and Caitlin. And then Audrina says her daughter's name. For and it felt pretty obvious. I don't know if she has she said it before. Yeah, she said it before. Oh, okay, and then we got uh, another L'Oreal ad, real quick. Very subtle this time. Yeah. Um, and then we see Spencer and Brody kind of approaching each other before they cut to commercial. Big excitement. <laughs> I was I was really on the edge of my seat. How about you? Um, yeah, it was very, I don't know. The whole conversation was weird, um, and anticlimactic and I don't know. Right. So then we came back from commercial and Spencer says to Brody, or I don't know who says it to who someone says, don't hurt me. I think, oh God, I don't remember. I think Brody said it. No, Spencer must've said it. That's the kind of thing Spencer would say. I know, but I don't... Spencer's the one who does jujitsu. Yeah, and, but I'm sure Spencer would be referring to the fact that, like, Brody almost jumped over the couch and murdered Stephanie, so... Yeah, I guess so. And then, um... Spencer thanks him for apologizing to Stephanie. And... Brody... Someone says they want to get back to the fun times. That's what they say. 
Brody says it. And then Spencer invites him to the vow renewal after the entire season saying he's not going to be invited. And now he is. Yeah. Took it back. No problem. Which is weird because one of the original reasons he wasn't invited, the vow renewal, is that Spencer wasn't invited to Brody's wedding. And that has not changed. So he felt that way before this fight with Stephanie. So why is this Spencer, I mean, why is Brody and Stephanie making up fix things? It makes no sense. I I don't know. Um, and Whitney arrives dressed as a circus tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She always looks great. I feel like she could pretty much wear anything and look fabulous, but her dress is just like pink and red vertical stripes. And I just immediately when she walked on the screen, I wanted to be like, do, 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 do. Um, and Audrina's wearing... She looks really great in this, like, mustard yellow jumpsuit, I think, is a jumpsuit. Yeah, she looks pretty. Yeah, she looks very pretty. I, mean, I, I thought Ashley looked beautiful. Yeah. Um, so then you see Heidi with Gunner, of course, because they bring Gunner everywhere. And Brandon is having a hard time with his girlfriend, Ashley. And Audrina gives him some relationship advice. And I don't remember what she said, but I, <laughs> it says relationship advice from Audrina, LOL. She basically says that, you know, he's saying things are, he says, I'm, I'm someone who normally moves fast. She's moving faster than even I would. And, you know, it's kind of putting me off a little bit. And Audrina said, you know, sometimes when two people like move really, really quickly, it can cause things to blow apart. And you just need to be honest with her and tell her how you're feeling. There you go. More or okay. less. I mean, that's like the, the synopsis of it. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, and then Audrina says that the theme of the show is summer in December. And no shit, you're showing bikinis in December. So they're kind of a summer endeavor. Well, because it's her resort wear collection. So. Uh-huh. Great. Um, and... Then we slowly transition to people talking about Brody and Caitlin again. And I well, believe it's the actual fashion show. I know I had no notes about it. Um, I do. I have two. One is that the models were in flats, which is reprehensible and terrible. And someone should be punched in the face for letting that happen. And two, <laughs> once again, all of their asses were eating the, the bathing suit bottoms. Yeah. And one of the bikinis in particular had the most impractical, it was blue and like flowery and it tied on the side and the bows were gigantic. Oh. Like huge and I, awful. And they'd give you really weird fucked up tan lines. Well, Audrina's always been a fan of that though. And I was also, there weren't that many models. I feel like they casted maybe like eight to 10. Yeah, I think that was it. Because they lined up at the edge of the pool at the end of the show, and I was like, oh, that's not huge. No. I mean, I would say for a runway show, that's normal. Right, and this was more like, this felt more like a presentation than like a full-on runway show. Agreed. Given the size of it. Um, But Audrina does seem pretty happy about it, and she says that, you know, she, she feels good about getting it back in action, so... I was happy. This was my favorite part of Audrina's season so far, to be honest. Um, 
And Caitlin talks about how watching Andrina's show, she feels like being a mom can be so much more. And I said, didn't Whitney already make you feel that in this episode? You would think that that seems to be the theme. Yeah, I'm really over Caitlin talking about wanting to be a mom. Um, So then they start talking about, and when I say they, I think it's Audrina, Whitney, and Ashley Waller. Yeah. Yes. So they start talking about... Sorry, it's Ashley, Jen, and Whitney. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, And they start talking about Brody and Caitlin and how this is where the, you know, episode title comes from with his DJing and his weekend travel Ashley says that Brody gets away with so much and he sleeps with other girls. And this is when Ashley also says that he said it on a national podcast. Right. And from what we've seen in the news lately, I'm guessing that Caitlin was sleeping with other girls too. And see, that's the thing. I do feel like Brody is getting a bad rap in this episode because the narrative they're keep pushing, it seems to be that Brody is out like banging other chicks all the time while Caitlin's sitting at home doing nothing. And I don't believe that's the case at all. No, I think it was a mutual. Yes, it was mutual. And I think the reason that I think from, I got the impression that Caitlin sometimes got upset because Brody made it kind of like a funny thing. Like he and his wife like to bring women home when really for her, I think it is that she's bisexual and it, it was something she liked doing with Brody. But when he trivialized it and talked about it on podcasts and all that kind of stuff, like, you know, it dehumanized it and made it kind of gross. And that wasn't what it was for. And so I think that was part of the problem is that he was like such a dude and would brag about it. Agreed. Yeah. And then we see Audrina get an investor. Well, before that, we went yeah. to commercial break. And I have to do a quick aside that I am obsessed with the AT&T boy band commercial with the boy band that doesn't dance. (laughs) And I want it to be a real song and I need someone to make that happen. Okay. I feel like we saw it a couple times in the episode, didn't we? Uh, Yeah. And I live for it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm also, you know, so we've seen all these ads from the cast, right? Like we've got white strips and Sonic and L'Oreal. Where is Stephanie's Pepsi commercial? I don't know. She spent an entire episode of Prattcast talking about that fucking commercial, and we haven't seen it yet. I don't know. I know. I want to know. And then we see Audrina get an investor. Yes, Jimmy Summers from Wild Fox. Yep. And that's why there's been nothing on Prey Swim's thing, because maybe, because he wasn't, it was a collaboration. It wasn't, a, he's, that wasn't an investor. He said collaborate, and he was like, you can pick out the colors, you can, so maybe she's designing for him. Oh, could be. Um, I mean, either way, it was the most bullshit, fake, like, rehearsed thing I've ever seen. I know. And he looked uncomfortable on camera. I know. And I couldn't get over the fact that Audrina was having this impromptu, quote-unquote, business meeting. And he says, you know, like, let's get together. And she says, yeah, I'm down. Like, that is not what you would say to someone giving you lots of money. You would say, that sounds great. I can't wait. You know, like you wouldn't say, yeah, I'm down. Like, it's not a date. <laughs> Oy vey. Um, And Brandon is discussing how he's going to see Tommy after the runway show. After six months, he's finally going to talk to his dad and he's nervous about it. Well, and this is where I'm a little confused um, with all the stuff that we've been hearing about. Um, obviously 
the fight happened a long time ago. I know. But then it seems like this was around the same time as the big blow up. I can't get the timeline right on Brandon and his dad. At this all. This isn't talked in a year and that the blow up occurred a year ago. Right. But then we've already Googled that something happened in December of 2018. I don't know. Um, also, I Googled, I was looking for a picture of Brandon with this girl, Ashley, on the show. And he is now dating um, someone from Big Little Lies. Oh, really? Oh, he's dating the girl who plays Reese Witherspoon's daughter. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Catherine. Yeah, no, we knew that they'd broken up. Right, but this is recent as of, like, the past three weeks. He's dating Catherine Newton is her name. Oh. Okay. Good for him, her, I guess. Yeah, there you go. And, of course, not a mention of Misha. I know. Not, even, not, in, not only not in the episode, but no one even mentions her name. By the way, speaking of commercials, have you seen her new commercial? Which one? Um, I mean, the posing one? Yeah. The it's not new. It's really sad, though. It is sad, but that's her. That's the only commercial I've seen her in. It. it she's it, got that for degree. Um, Spencer and Heidi have Dish Network, and then Spencer has something else. I can't remember what. I don't know. Her deodorant commercial is particularly commercially, though. It's very commercially. But yeah, I thought it was weird that no one even made mention of her this episode. I know. Also, Gunner is really cute, and he kind of looks like my nephew, and it freaks me out sometimes. Gunner is very cute. And I'm happy to report that Spencer is getting more active on Instagram, and I feel like I'm able to catch up with them a little bit more now. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I can't watch the snaps. They're too loud. He's doing a lot of the same activity. Like, I've already today I saw him get an espresso and feed some hummingbirds and whatnot, but, you know, there's at least some content happening there now. Did he have a burrito? Um, not yet, but I've seen Gunner doing all kinds of things as well. Gunner's so. usually in Heidi's Snapchat. Um, well, today he took a bath inside a giant pot and it was kind of cute. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. But that's all I got. We got scenes from the next. Uh, yes. And next week is the finale. We've got the two hour season finale. Oh, boy. <laughs> the boy is right. Ooh, and yeah. going to have a lot of Brody and Caitlin Spencer drama. It looks like. Yep. And the big vow renewal. Yep. Was there wedding there? So which wedding are they celebrating the date of? If this vow renewal was in December. Oh, I don't think they're doing it on the same date. They're just doing it at the 10 year mark. Okay. Which really is 2019, right? Weren't they married in 2009? Um, hold on, I'm checking because I'm... Yeah, I'm I've been, positive they were married in 2009. Right, I've been very curious about this. Um, they're set to celebrate their 10th wedding anniversary, which falls on November 20th. Um, so they're celebrating... Wow, what? 
Okay. Well, it's been almost 10 years since they said I do twice on the show. Well, I'm just going to Google when their wedding was. They got married again in April of 2009. So there you go. You were right. Yeah. So it's been not quite 10 years. Right. So, you know, they're doing it for some finale, (laughs) for some finale stuff, I guess. Why not? Well, because knowing them, they're calculated enough to know that it's going to air just before their 10th anniversary. There you go. All righty. Well, um, so that's it. Uh, we're, we've conquered another episode. Um, we will be back next week to discuss the finale. And I will be back next Monday for a two-hour live tweeting sesh. Yeah. Actually, I just remembered the highlight of next week will be Heidi's vocal performance. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Pretty- I, there you go. Now I'm pumped. I got it. <laughs> Amazed. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at One Hit Pod. You can email us at franklymarebee at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at Hey It's Mare B. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>